The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they make me smile. And that counts today. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Maybe collectively, definitely individually for many. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use. Some of us will. That's a good idea, but some of us won't, and that's a bad idea. We should be people that utilize the tools that God gives us to help us draw closer to him. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? I honestly can say I don't know. That's the best you get. And then also Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, we don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. What happens when you have, oh, I don't know, one of your better friends pass on to the Lord? We will discuss that because that's what happened to me yesterday. So we're going to have a chance to talk about that a little bit. Maybe you have something that you're going through, a very tough situation. Maybe you're riding high on a surfboard doing great, and you're just like, I never want it to end. I never want it to end. Any of those places people can be, it's what we talk about. It has to do with living our lives as being Christians. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want you to reach out to us. Give us a call at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. And when you call, 972-445-0770, Captain Chris will answer the phone, and then you will be... Now, you can also text us at 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. You can also email us, what, live during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. Do that anytime you want live during the show. It'll come right to me on my $1.19 Chromebook. And I found out, because uh, we are looking at another Chromebook for, for Noel, hers would be $1.21. 
Ooh, fancy, right? Anyway, uh, bottom line to the entire process, we want you to be able to connect with us. We want you to understand we don't consider this your primary church by any means. We're a fellowship, and we get together and encourage one another, strengthen one another, and bless one another. That's our goal. To that end, I'm going to direct you to our website. In the website directing, there's a couple things to be aware of. You can have a praise report that you share, a prayer request that you share. You can keep it confidential or make it public. Uh, We'll announce it on the air. That's up to you, entirely in your hands. We also give you that opportunity to invest in the kingdom of God. You may want to invest with us. If you don't, that's okay, but you still have to be investing in the kingdom of God, supporting by prayer, by your treasure, by your talent, and by your time, different ministries that minister to you. It's a requirement from Scripture. We ask you to heed it and just be directed by the Lord, having a cheerful heart to give. We encourage you to go to hemustincrease.org. You know, David would really like it if you checked out his website. He worked really hard on it, and it looks really nice. Hemustincrease.org. He must increase.org. He must increase.org. Excellent job by Captain Chris creating a new... <laughs> See, that's right, folks. You just don't know what you're going to get with us. That's kind of the fun of the fun. All right, a couple things I do want to bring up to you. If you went to our website by any chance and went under the latest updates, or if you were on Facebook, which we were, were on, kind of, you know, not a lot. But if you are on any of those, you'll find out that my very, very, very good friend, Pastor Ray Bentley, passed away yesterday. Very, very sad. Caught me completely off guard. I think it caught a lot of people off guard. Ray and I had been texting in the last two weeks, and he was going to be coming on the show next week. So uh, in lieu of that, at the end of this show, the last 15, 20 minutes, we're going to replay the last interview I did with Ray and then close that out with a little bit of silence just because I feel that that's appropriate. We'll probably also next week have a day of Ray because he does such great devotionals. We put the link on the website under latest updates for the book that he wrote this day, one of the better devotional books. We've taught on it multiple times. It's sad. But as I wrote in my post, I'm I'm sad, I'm angry, but I'm jealous. Okay? There's that, that part of me, too, that's like, oh, he gets to go? Oh, come on. Anyway, so uh, that's what's going on. Many of you think, wow, you, you should be doing much worse. I already went through a lot of that. I was already processing quite a bit of it, and I spent some really good time in the Lord. And you know what I found out? is It's no different than when you find out when something happens to you. It's dramatic. It's a loss. It's something. You come before the Lord. You find the comfort in the Lord, and you start to let it go and let the Lord bring that healing balm that comes from His grace and His mercy. So uh, you can be in prayer for Noel and I. It's you know, one of those things. I just saw a note that he had written me. Uh, just like uh, three weeks ago. So it's just like ah, all the little reminders. If it wasn't for Pastor Ray, Ray, you wouldn't be listening to this show at all, period, right now in Texas. He was the one that really moved that whole ball in that direction. All right. In the meantime, let's get back to our text. Uh, anything else we got to cover? Okay. 
We are in the Psalms, and I want to read this uh, particular Psalm to you. We're in Psalm 14. We've already gone through the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. We talked about fool and what the difference is between fool in the Old Testament and fool that Jesus was making reference to, how one is an eternal judgment against a brother or a sister, and one is a person who makes foolish judgments. The next portion is verse 3. It says this, they have all turned aside. They have together become corrupt. There is none who do good. No, not one. No, not one. Have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge who eat up my people as they eat bread? And they do not call upon the Lord. Let me explain to you something that people have said for ad nauseum. I don't care if it's a... Ecclesiastical kind of uh, uh, a group. I don't care if it's church. I don't care if it's tradition. Doesn't matter. This notion that man is basically basically good is a lie. Wrong. You think well, they're made with the we're made in the image and likeness of God. Correct. But the sinful nature overtakes the image and likeness of God and corrupts. And then you go to a passage like this, which is reiterated in Romans chapter 3, and it says, there is none who do good. No, not one. Does that mean we never have moments of goodness? No, that's not what it means. But in the basic content, we are not good. And the scripture gives us the reason why we are not good right here. You know, what's the sinful nature? It's this, it's this. Yeah, but I want to, I want to get to the practical part. It says this. There is none who does good, no, not one. Have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge. They eat up my people as they eat bread, and they do not call on the Lord. The reason that man is basically not good is because man does not basically call on the Lord. And the way that you get good is by calling on the Lord and having the Lord influence your life and not having Satan or the world or your flesh influence your life. And so when the people go, well, you know, man is basically good. No, man basically is a mess. Jesus even said, if you people being evil give good gifts to your kids, how much more will your heavenly father give to you to those who ask for good things? So Jesus identified everybody as evil. (laughs) It's like, uh uh-oh. And the problem is that because people don't call upon the Lord, because mankind has rejected God, because in the character of man we don't pass on or haven't passed on, the need to be dependent on God, more of the ungood, is the ungood a word? The bad, more of the bad emerges. And then it turns into the place where there's none who do good. No, not one. And it's like, whoa. And, you know, we're going to talk about this— can't think if it's Monday or Tuesday. We're going to talk about how that the love of many will grow cold in the end times. We know that that's a fact. We know that's already happening now. But why does the love of many grow cold? As we get closer and closer, why does there become less and less love? And the answer is specifically in Scripture, because sin increases. There it is. So it's not even that. Okay, so sin picks it up, and love makes more of an exit. And that's true from a, from a corporate point of view, from a sociological point of view, from a nationalistic point of view. It's true in the cities. It's true in the, in the homes, everywhere, that where people have failed to exhibit true love, sin has made an increase. 
It could just be the sin of selfishness. It could be any sin. But when sin makes the increase, love makes the exit. And so what's being told here is, look, there's none of you that are doing good. You're not doing right. You're not doing the righteous things. And you want to know why? You don't call on the Lord. You're not trying to gain your strength from him. On the flip side of that, Christians who are in desire to walk in fellowship with God find out that as they call upon the Lord, there's more genuine, authentic goodness that emerges through their system. That's probably not an accident. <laughs> just just going to say right there. We'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. When confronted by the unimaginable, look at how some of the Bible heroes responded. Abraham's wife, Sarah, laughed when the Lord promised her a son in old age. Why did Sarah laugh? Is anything too hard for the Lord? The Lord answered. That's Genesis 18, 13. Zechariah, priest in the temple, asked, How can I be sure of this to Gabriel? I am Gabriel, the angel answered. I stand in the presence of God and have been sent to speak to you and tell you this good news. Luke, this is out of Luke 119. In other words, God was saying, God can do this. Mary exclaimed, how are you going to do this? When Gabriel brought her that great news of her son that she would bear, the angel assured her, nothing, with God, nothing will be impossible. Luke 137, the disciples questioned Jesus, and he answered them, with men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Matthew 19, 26. The Lord reminded the prophet Jeremiah, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is anything too hard for me? Jeremiah 32, 27. If God be for us, who can be against us? Romans 8, 31. Praise to him who is able, listen, this is Ephesians 3, 20. Praise to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Finally, when life just seems impossible, we can memorize and believe and agree with the Apostle Paul's conclusion of all his personal struggles, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, which is in Philippians 4.13. Darkness comes. This is from John Piper, this, this next statement. Darkness comes. In the middle of it, the future looks blank. But with God, nothing is impossible. He has more ropes and ladders and tunnels out of pits than you can ever conceive of. So wait and pray without ceasing and hope. I think that this kind of thought process, it's not name it and claim it. It's just believing that God is the God that can do anything is applicable for his kids to operate in when their situation seems impossible that we deal in the truth of the possible that God brings.
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Probably not an accident that that play was a Ray Bentley devotional that I had been reading from in that film. Not planned by me. Not planned by Captain Chris. That's pretty good stuff right there. I like it when the Lord does stuff like that. Here's your first trivia question. Your first First, here's your first trivia question. All right, thank you. Uh, what meat did the Israelites eat in the desert? The one that God provided. What meat did the Israelites eat in the desert? If you think you know the answer, you are welcome to call in at 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, and then you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org, and then you can run in place really, really fast and hope that smoke ascends, and then your answer comes and flies through uh, the air to us at the station, although I wouldn't hold my breath on that one. Okay, let's do our DNA while that question is out there floating in the, it's not really the ether, but it's out there floating. Uh, Here's our DNA. D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. That means daily. I mean, I just, I always think of, I know, I know it's bad, but I always think of the daily planet on Superman. I don't know what it is. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. Ever, 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 ever. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that you are not just thinking about you. That's probably a good idea right there, that we're sensitive to the Lord and aware of other people and willing to be a vessel of his love, his grace, his mercy. That's what a Christian's DNA should be, no matter what the news tells you. No matter what people scream from the that should be our attitude. Draw closer to the Lord. Never be ashamed of Jesus or his words, and always be ready to serve. There you go. Okay, our trivia question one more time, throwing it in your direction, is simply, what meat did the Israelites eat that the Lord provided for them? What meat did the Israelites eat in the desert? If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Again, for those that do not know, if you checked on Facebook, I did a post for Pastor Ray. He passed away yesterday. Um, I have some of the details. I you know, was really surprised by it. really did catch me off guard. And in fact, when I came in the studio, I have a book that Ray, the last book Ray sent me, plus a personal note that he sent me, and it's like, wow. But I also know if Ray is in the room, if Ray was with us on the planet, he's in a much better place. But if he was with us on the planet, he'd be like, preach, preach, brother. And he'd always speak encouragement to me. And I love that. He was 10 times the Barnabas I could ever, ever hope to be. That's what I mentioned to Captain Chris. Great, 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 great man of God who's getting his rewards. That dude finally graduated and got his, not his doctorate, his Jesus, his Jesus title kind of thing, you know, where he gets the diploma from Jesus. And I have little doubt that somebody said to him, being the Lord, well done, thou good and faithful servant. So one of the few people in my life that I just, oh, oh it's just such a blessing. So I appreciate him. All right, so somebody's calling in on the trivia question. Is that correct? Yep, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello? Can you hear me? 
Yes, I can. Awesome. Can you hear me? Okay, you can hear me. I can barely hear you. Do you have a window up? Let's see. Um, let me roll them all up. Can you hear me better now? A little bit better now. Absolutely. All right. All right, my friend. Here we go. What's your name? Ken from Carrollton. Okay. Great to hear you. Great to have you on the show. Ready for you to help people get the answer that they need to know. What meat did the Israelites eat in the desert? Well, I think it was either quail or pheasant. Quail is correct, Amundo. Excellent job. You got it exactly. That's what the children of Israel were just like, oh, forget this really great food from heaven. We want fast food. And so the Lord said, okay, here you go. Here's some quail. But then before they even finished eating it, they never gave thanks, and the Lord didn't like that, and they got a little bit of judgment coming their way. Excellent job. Did you know that automatically? Did you know that right away? Well, you know I really, you know, that's why I like your station. You know, you really pull people in, and and um, and you're crazy. <laughs> Boy, you and my wife would get along smashingly. <laughs> well, you're, well, you're crazy for the Lord, right? Amen. Amen. If I'm going to be a fool, I want to be a fool for the Lord. Exactly. Well, you've got a job there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, very funny. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking my call. Uh huh. God bless. Thank you. You Bye-bye. too. Bye. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. That's right. We have these kind of people. That's what we like. We love that. Great phone call. Excellent job. Let me finish this on Psalm 15, uh, verse 7. So now I want to make sure you guys get this because. We're going to get, uh, it's Psalm 14, verse 7, sorry. And then we're going to, next week we're going to get into Psalm 15. You're going to see there's a whole array of uh, array of, of psalms that kind of moves upwards. Okay. Kind of think of it that way. Uh, and so here's kind of like the beginning launch, because he's just now, you know, just at this point, this Psalm of David in 14 is like, okay, the fool has said in his heart there is no God. Those people, there's nothing good in them. They don't call upon the Lord. And remember, Israel has gone through a lot of ups and downs, just like you and I going through our Christian journey, a lot of ups and downs. That's how it happens. Verse 7, Oh, that the salvation of Israel would come out of Zion. When the Lord brings back the captivity of his people, let Jacob rejoice and Israel be glad. There is an anticipation, David writes in Psalm 14, verse 7, that there is going to be a bringing back from a captivity and a rejoicing that takes place because God is going to be a restorer storing and redeeming God for the people of Israel. And this application, when we use the dynamic application principle, the DAP, and we understand how it applies to us personally, we understand that there is deliverance coming for for us. There is a restoration coming for us. This is why you hear me say, without even without reservation, without abandonment, my my idea of 2022 has got nothing to do with the news. I could care less. They don't. They think they write the headlines. The headlines were written by God. The real headlines. And the Lord is going to draw closer to His people. Is this the year the Lord comes back? Gosh, we all hope so. But in the meantime, we're going to push forward into the presence of God. We're not going to allow what we see to stop us from having faith. We're not going to let the circumstance dictate the level of faith we have. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight, and that's what we're going to do. 
And so as we go into this year, we're looking for that restoration. We're looking for that redemption. We're looking for 2022 to be more of the Lord. I've I've mentioned this before on the show. I'll say it, oh, I guess until I'm done. Every single issue ever that you will ever have, the answer is more of God. Oh, no, you might think, no, 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 you don't understand. More of the creator for the creation will help the creation in its existence, period. You think, oh, it's very philosophical. Well, I just made it up, (laughs) so I don't know how philosophical it is. Here's what I know. Every time God is involved in any picture that we have faith and we kind of know he's there, it changes the picture. It's not the same. And that's what we're looking for. Not just one day. Does that mean that you won't have ups and downs or tough times? No, it doesn't mean that. Jesus, disciples, perfect will of God. God in the boat, perfect will of God. There was still a storm, right? But through faith, that storm could not stop their destination or their purpose. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to do. We're, we're just going to do a better job of having faith, believing God, not being afraid of what we hear, not being afraid even of what we see. Because if you walk by faith and not by sight, it certainly implies that sight impacts a lot of people's faith. And it's like, no, 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 no. We're not going to walk by that seeing thing. We're going to walk by that believing thing. And then you think, well, what can God do? No, no, no. He can do anything. Anything's possible. You're telling me that this can happen, this can happen. The dead were raised. So you got something bigger than that, you let me know. (laughs) Come write me a letter. (laughs) Bigger than dead people coming back to life. Okay. So what I want you to get, what I want us to understand, is that there's this restoration. When the Lord brings back the captivity of his people, let Jacob rejoice and Israel be glad. God is going to bring about restorations. He's going to bring about redemptions. Will they all happen at one time? I don't know. I guess if if the Lord comes back, you could say yes. But in the meantime, they're going to happen to our lives individually. And while we're going to have moments of, of uh, you know, warfare, which you, you have to know you're going to have moments of warfare, you, you're also going to have moments of victory. You're going to have moments of praise, moments of gladness. And Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And there's no reason for us to go through this next year cowering in a corner, waiting to hear the next piece of lousy news. It's ridiculous. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. This is not name it and claim it. This is, do you believe that book or not? Do you believe that what God has to say counts? It's just a shame that too many Christians live as though there isn't a resurrection. But there is. And we're all going to face God. And your life, the only thing you're taking in is you're not taking in any money. You're not taking in any clothing. You're not taking any of that stuff. Okay? The Lord's going to give you a new body anyway. It's that what you've done with what he's given you to advance his kingdom. That's what we're taking in. Some people are going to have a few burned shirts because the Bible says some things will get burned up. But then there's others that are going to have gold and silver and jewelry that will last for all eternity. 
It's just like, yeah, I want that. I want that shirt, not the one that's burned up. Thanks. Okay. All right, we're going to take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. It may be false, but it feels the same. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. With his special guest today, focus on the family trauma specialist, Tim Sanford. People, as they try to sort this out, they, they, they go through this, uh, they, they go through maybe a litany or a list in their mind and try to evaluate, well, you know, is this this and is this this? And, and what you said right there is the key, that the core of our strength, the core of our ability to, to go on yet for another day in the midst of what we would consider to be uh, chaos, both uh, socially, politically, and, and in other realms, is the Lord. I mean, the Lord gives us the ability. I mean, until he blows that trumpet, we are not done. Exactly, and that's where we come back to people ask me, well, again, the why, why, why questions that people all across the U.S. are asking. And my best theological accurate answer I can give them is, I don't know. I don't stop there. That is an accurate answer. I finished my answer then by saying, here's what I do know. I know that God is still on his throne. I know that God knew what was going on. I don't know why he no I don't know why that here's what I do know God is a still a loving God he still is in charge here's what I do know here's what I do know here's what I do know The David Spoon experience